Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. Welcome back to Orange Nation, the artist of the day, the Pointer Sisters. This one came in at number six, Steve, the Neutron Dance. All right, coming up on the 315, Brian Higgins has a six degrees of the Pointer Sisters. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I I love when the the two shows collide like that. Yeah. Great cross promotion. He somehow knows somebody that is somehow connected to a Pointer Sister. All right, I look forward to hearing that. Uh, in the 315. But right now, I look forward to hearing our SOS house call. I was just going to say, I've now forced him to do Pointer Sisters content on his show. Uh, we've got Caitlin Hennessy, physical therapist over at SOS. She's joining us now for our weekly SOS house call. Great to have you on, Caitlin. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. So let's start uh, with some some NFL. And, and we all saw Patrick Mahomes over the weekend, Chiefs quarterback, uh, suffer what what looked like a gruesome ankle injury at the time, and he's hobbling. He goes back, he gets X-rays, and and somehow he's he's able to come back in the game. So it, it's been, from what we understand, it's a, a high ankle sprain. He's got to play another football game in in less than a week now. So can you walk us through? Are there are there different degrees? I would assume of of high ankle sprains, and you know how is how was he able to come back and play in that game on Saturday? I would assume some painkiller probably helped. And and how effective do you think could he be if that's a pretty bad high ankle sprain coming up this weekend? Oh sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That uh, injury did not look pretty at all. Um, but definitely, I mean, there's multiple um, degrees of an ankle sprain. It goes from grade one to grade three, right? So mild to severe. The high ankle sprain, though, that involves a sheath that goes in between your two lower leg bones, your tibia and your fibula. Um, so with the injury he had, it definitely strains that tissue, which promotes more instability of the lower ankle, right? So just kind of on to your second question, it could impact impact his mobility or his ability to push off, stabilize. But again, depending on how severe it was, he definitely probably just taped himself right back up, went back into the game and pushed through it. You're right. Probably some painkillers helped. Um, But for sure, it is possible for him to play again as long as he's, and I'm sure he is, doing some PT throughout the week, focusing on proprioceptive balance control. But yeah, I think it's definitely possible for him to get back in there. Um, Just depends on how much of a, a degree of spread it is. Tony Romo yesterday on on his broadcast said that he did the same thing and he went out and he played and finished his game with a high ankle sprain but the next day it was a thousand times worse. Is there <laughs> something to that that it like you can somehow get through it the day it happens but the next day it's a thousand times worse? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Adrenaline rush comes into play for sure. Um, so you can, t- some athletes can completely ignore their injury, push through the entire game, and then walk off with, a, you know, obviously not Patrick Mahomes, but walk off with a broken leg and not even realize it during the game. But I think there's a degree to adrenaline rush and pushing through it. But for sure, he may have just, his ankle could have completely blown up the next day. But, you know, with assistance from PT and medical staff, it, there's a possibility he can absolutely come back and play into the next game. You know, you mentioned PT, and I, I know you're a physical therapist. So, can you walk us through, give us an idea of of what can be done in such a short period of time? So he's got, you know, whatever it is, I guess, six days to get ready to play again. Um, you know, what 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 can you do? You're not a you know you're not a magician, but you know what what, what can you do to to help get him ready on the to get back on the field? 
Sure thing. So, um, I mean, instantly the rice method, right? Rest, ice, compression, elevation. They can use, we have certain machines, ice machines that help with the icing and compression aspect of it. You can do gentle stretching, targeting of maintaining function of the muscles of the surrounding area. Depending on pain level and tolerance for certain activities, you can work on small stabilizer exercises. There's a, there's a, a lot of things that we can focus on, but it really just all depends on how he's responding. All right. Uh, elsewhere in the NFL, uh, we saw Cowboys running back Tony Pollard uh, suffer uh, what was not just a high ankle sprain, but we found out later they broke his leg in the process. Um, are those two injuries connected at all? And, and is that something that's that's common that you would see, you know, both a high ankle sprain and I guess when someone breaks their leg in that manner, that, that a high ankle sprain is also uh, associated with it? Absolutely. It's super common. Um, the fibula is part of one of the two or the lower leg bones that I was mentioning earlier, and that syndesmosis, that ligamentous tissue that runs between the tibia and the fibula, yeah, absolutely, totally connected, same joint, same injury space. So um, when the fibula is broken, it can put an undue or negative stress or trauma through that syndesmotic um, space, and it can cause both high ankle sprain and fractured fibula. Fortunately, the fibula is more of a non-weight-bearing bone, so it's kind of the lighter one to break if we're going to break a bone. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> Got that going for him. <laughs> uh, so l- let me ask you one more NFL question before we move on to, to something in the NBA. You know, you look at, at what's going on with the Niners right now, and they've got their, you know, their essentially third-string quarterback and Brock Purdy out there. But there are reports that Jimmy Garoppolo might be allowed to suit up as the backup as early as next week. Broke his foot, what, two months ago. Um, had surgery, was in a boot. It, it, does that sound like an aggressive timeline to, to get back you know, on the field after only two months? And, and I guess... You know, how in your mind, not knowing too much about the ins and outs of that particular injury, but how how healthy will he be two months out from a broken foot like that to be able to go back on the football field? Sure, great question. Um, I mean, honestly, it's not out of the question. Bone can take anywhere from 6 to 8 to 12 weeks to heal, and he's a super active person. So I would assume it would be closer to the 6 to 8-week mark. And I think, you know, what he was non-weight-bearing for 6 weeks in a boot possibly, so that's a really solid time for healing. Coming out of the boot and assuming he's working through strengthening, stretching, you know, all of those things in that meantime, there is chance for him to come back and be that backup quarterback for sure. Um, I don't know about going right back into sport. That's probably posing risk for re-injury there. Um, but definitely not out of the question to be back up because, again, along that whole time, he was working on maintaining strength, improving stability, maintaining mobility, all of those things. So, again, six to eight weeks for bone healing. He's, he's pretty much right right there, right at it. All right, one uh, NBA question we want to hit you with. Uh, Marcus Smart, uh, point guard for the Boston Celtics, suffered a, a, a scary ankle sprain of his own on Saturday. He rolled his ankle on its side, and he, he you know screamed out in pain on the court. Uh, x-rays came back negative, and, and he's been ruled out for tonight's game. He's day-to-day, but um, it, it sounds like he avoided serious injury. Curious, can, can pain at the time of the injury when it happens, can that be an indicator of how serious the injury is, or do, are those things not correlated at all? It can be an indicator for sure. There's even another type of fracture called an avulsion fracture where the ligament pulls off of the bone, um, which is sometimes hard to see on an x-ray. So possibly more imaging studies can be done for that. But that's definitely more of that severe, very painful kind of injury. I did see the play where he rolled his ankle, and it it rolled pretty, pretty good. So um, also there's other tissue there, too. There's 
tendon, there's the nerves, there's there's all sorts of soft tissue, which x-ray is only going to show bony tissue, right, or bones. So there may be other things going on, which could be indicative of why it was so painful. But, you know, ankle taping, all that stuff can possibly help him play if there's nothing really serious going on. And is it true that if you suffer a really bad sprain like that, that, that you will then be more susceptible moving forward to a similar injury? That is definitely um, a thought process out there for sure, especially if it's not addressed or fixed with any sort of therapy. Um, if you, I mean, I have patients that I call my chronic sprainers, right? They sprain their ankle multiple times, um, and then they come to me after doing it the sixth time instead of coming after the first time. I mean, it's super important to regain that strength and that stability so you minimize the risk of it happening again. Because once the ligament is sprained, you know, it's going to have a tougher time communicating with the brain telling it exactly what it's doing, exactly if it's stable, all of those things. So for sure, I think it's very important to seek medical attention after the first ankle sprain to minimize the risk of it happening again. All right, Caitlin, uh, great stuff. Thanks for coming on. Very informative. Uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the, the rest of your day and, and the rest of your week. We'll do the SOS house call again next week. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. I hope you have a great day. All right, you too. Caitlin Hennessy, physical therapist over at SOS. Oh, I forgot I turned my mic off. Uh, the uh, the Tony Romo thing, That the only reason he had time to talk about that was because the game was over at that point in the game. Steve, we're going to sweep the nation next. Good. Did you know that? No, I didn't. It says on our rundown, but yeah. We have tickets to the Syracuse versus Carolina Tar Heels game tomorrow, 9 o'clock in the JMA Dome. The JMA, in the JMA, Syracuse chance at a quad two win or quad something win. One of those quads. There's only four options. They could be in it, and you could be there to see it. They could beat a team that was on the verge of the national title last year, Steve. You were on the verge of doing the rest of the show by yourself. I'll do it. I'll just sit here and make Bill's jokes the whole game, and everybody will laugh along with me. We'll wrap up our number one next. Three one five. Four three seven seven six four four. Get your calls in now. You could go check out Syracuse versus the Tar Heels. It's going to be a Tar Heel question. That's how I've been doing it this year. I ask a question about the opponent, the school, not the actual opponent. So we'll get to that next. We're on the verge of giving away tickets on ESPN Radio Syracuse and QSportsTalk.com.